the market is for me. Can you, you need to convert the word into money or into a favor. Are you listening? You will need to convert the word above light line, move it through light for it to appear or below light line. So, so, the commandment came forth. So, we need to process the commandments. Hebrews chapter 4. So that just in case you think I'm reading Old Testament, let's go Hebrews chapter 4. From verse 1. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any should come short of it. Go ahead. <laughs> For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached, oh God. But the word preached did not profit them. That means anytime you come to church and the word is preached, you should profit. But the word preached did not profit them. That the word God gave the man did not profit him. That the word God gave him did not profit him. God told him to a prophet. God told him to his pastor. He's going to be rich. But the word did not profit him. It didn't come to pass. Why? He said, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. <laughs> so, you will need to mix the word that you receive with faith. Process. Are you listening? We are moving cassava into Gary. If they give, if you ask, if you ask God, that's someone, please give me Gary and he throws cassava. This is not what I'm looking for. This is not what I'm looking for. But there's Gary there. You just need to process it. Am I talking to somebody? Luke chapter 15. Huh. Verse 7. Let me tell you. Leave, leave the surface Christianity. Go deep. Someone said go deep. Leave the surface Christianity. Nobody finds anything valuable on the surface. Before we come to Luke 15, go to Hebrews chapter 11. And I will show you you know, there are some people because they are they think they are working by faith, they don't work hard. It's because they don't understand that even working hard is another mechanic of faith. It is because you believe that it will happen. That's why you are working hard. You didn't catch it. Faith shouldn't make you lazy. The faith life shouldn't make you a lazy man. Oh, I've said it is coming. I've said I'm not going to work. No, look at it. It is also part of faith to work hard. I'll show you. Go to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. It says, for without faith, it is, for without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that commit to God must believe that he is, number one. So you believe that he is, number one. Put it there. Number two. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, faith delivers on hard work. Listen. Faith delivers on diligent seeking. Diligent seeking. The thing you are looking for, you have not gotten the answer. Have you diligently gone into the word of God to find answer? Because your, your, your faith is not producing results because all you know is what you are doing. And I told them today when, I, when we had service, I said there are different kind of keys. Jesus Christ said to Peter, he said, I give you the keys. He didn't say I give you a key. I give you the keys. 
Sometimes what you have is the toilet key. You want to enter the kitchen. Is not going, but I have a key. But I have a key. Sometimes, what you know now, it cannot suffice for tomorrow, it cannot suffice for the thing you want. So, you need to discover the new keys. Have keys, have keys. See, so he said, He is a rewarder, God is a rewarder. So, faith is a reward system. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek. So, have you seen diligently seek over there? Go to Luke chapter 15. Verse 7. Luke 15, verse 7. I say unto you that likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Eight. Let me tell you something. God just spoke to me with this verse. He said there are some people, their prayer, their prayer they, are, they want to pray. They are praying for God to give them something. It's not because God doesn't want to give them to you. It's because you have not activated the things that trigger the system. It's not that God is not wanting to give it to you. As far as God is concerned, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, He's not holding anything. His keys. And I said it today, I said things don't change with time. So with time, it will be fine. We'll you, stand behind a door. Don't have the key and see, stand there. Time. Okay, it's with time, you'll be there. Time, it will be there. One hour, you are there. Two years, you are there. Time. Time. Things don't change with time. Things change with truth. Change with the keys. Having the right key. Having the right key. Having the right key. I mean the right key. So, now, look at verse 8. Either what woman having pieces of silver. Jesus Christ telling a parable about the kingdom of God. He said, having pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, does not light a candle. Hold on. He said the woman has lost one. So, the woman has ten. She lost one. What does she do? She has to light a candle. Light. She has to get light. Listen, God said to me, he said, in this service, there will be the God of restoration. Listen. And, and, listen, and I'm going to show you how to activate restoration. How to activate restoration. It's not just by somebody praying, things are restored. No, you have to know how to activate. There are things to do to get restoration. If you realize that, Kai, I did one or two things and because of that I'm set back. Now, let me, let me correct something. It is possible that you will do something wrong and things will destroy. It is possible. David said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. He said, but now I find a way. Because anytime, look, why is it that in heaven, I hope I'm not, I, I, I won't debate. Why is it that in heaven, the, the nails of Jesus, the holes are still there. And his feet, the holes are still there. Why? Because anything can wipe away. But your legs represent your work. Your hands represent your work. Anything can, anything can go away. Eh? But your work and your work it will be recorded. Listen, listen. So it is possible 
that you will do something. One time, pastor preached a message talking about grace works with discipline. He said, it is possible that you will do something and it will take things away. They realize that, ah, I'm not seeing the result I'm supposed to see. He says, David said, before that affliction came, I went astray. Astray is not sin. I missed a way. I missed a way. I did, I, I used wrong principles. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. So, you can lose something. So, Bible is talking about a woman. He said, is that one woman having ten pieces of silver? If she lose one piece, if she lose one piece. Now, the beautiful thing is that, losing one piece, eh, losing one piece, she can say, it's just one, it's seven. The next one will go again. The next one will go again. Until she realizes that she's left to two. So this woman is a smart woman. Immediately she said, Hey, I've lost one piece. Then what did she do? She went for light. Light. She went for light. She went for light. She went for understanding. Hey, I need to start looking for this. So she lights a candle, then begins to sweep the house. That means she begins to correct the things that she did. She, did. she begins to sweep the house. He said, And seek diligence. I see, because God is a rewarder of them that diligently seeking. So the woman begins to diligently seek. She begins to apply her faith in the area of diligently seeking God. And said, till she find it. So the woman wants to get restoration. And how to get restoration is to apply the faith that works by diligence. Now, remember that I said that there's a faith that works by prayer. Luke chapter 18. He says, the woman kept coming to the judge continually. And Jesus Christ said, nevertheless, if the son of man comes, will he find faith on earth? There's a faith that works by speaking. There's a faith that works by prayer. There's a faith that works by diligently seeking. Diligently seeking. Where you, re you realize that, no, things are not going well. I need to consult God. And when you are praying, you are not just going to pray just to get answers. You are going to look for where you missed it. You, well, well, you are praying, you are listening to message. You are praying, you are reading your Bible. You are looking for answers. No, it happened to David one time. David knew that the Ark of the Covenant, when it comes among God people, they are supposed to win. But for the first time, the Ark of the Covenant comes, someone tries to hold it, someone dies. David said, take the Ark away. And David went to take all the scriptures. Then he sat down with his priest. Then he sat down and said, let us see where we miss it. Where did we miss it? And they realized that, oh, we're not supposed to put the ark upon the horses. We're supposed to put it on the shoulders of the priests. Oh, that's where we missed it. That's why the ark was killing people. So, David knows. Now with confidence, David said, go and bring the ark. We now know what to do. They brought the ark, put it on the shoulders of the priest. From that day, they began to win battles again. You see? So, diligently seeking through the word. Through the word, you begin to diligently seek. You see, there are certain answers you need. You need to sit down with the word. Sometimes, it is not just how to pray, it is how to stay. We like microwave Christianity. Shop, shop. Hey, pray, 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 pray. Everything will be fine. Pray, pray. When, once I pray for you, a miracle will happen. But you will go back and it will, something else will hit you. you. Are you coming back again? And it will be as though God is not answering you. <laughs> Restoration. 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 The woman lost something. She lighted a candle. Immediately. She lights a candle. He said, I'm going to look for it. I'm going to look for it. And she starts diligently seeking. Remember Hebrews. Faith, rewarder of them that 
diligently seek. I said the things, the things that we cannot find, it is not a lack of faith, it's a lack of light. There was a time in my life that I knew I'd lost a lot. Not only did I just know that I lost a lot, God just God actually said it to me one of my birthdays. And God said to me, He said, Don't stray from the grace I gave you. I don't, I don't forget. I was praying. Because during those times, I found myself, you know, being murmuring and being bitter with some people, some people were, you know, saying things against me. I was more. About people. Do you know the reaction from God? Numbers 13. Verse 1. Once you are complaining about your situation. Numbers 13 verse 1. God's reaction. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying. Numbers 11. Sorry. Numbers 11. And the people cried unto Moses, and when the, uh, Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire was quenched. Go ahead. And when the people complained, this pleased the Lord. And the Lord heard it. And his anger was kindled. And the fire of the Lord burnt among them and consumed them. So the people said, the people complained, and the Lord was displeased. Any type of complaint, God doesn't like it. Don't complain. Everything is not going well. No. And the Lord had it. So I was doing a lot of that. A lot of things were going wrong. A lot of things as I was praying. God said. He said don't stray from the grace I gave you. So I found out that. How are the mighty fallen? Some of the mighty things I used to do. I could not do them again. I would try them again. I couldn't do them. I would try them again. I couldn't do them. Like some of you. You used to get some contract easily. Now you try it. You don't get it. You try to not get it. You are losing it. You are losing it. You will need a restoration. How does restoration happen? Huh. If you understand how the spirit realm works, you will never leave anything to chance. While men slept, the enemy came to steal tests. Listen, somebody's planning a farm with your name on it that you don't know anything about. <laughs> ah! He said, while men slept, the enemy came to steal tests. That means every man has a land in the spirit. He says, you, you are supposed to sow. You didn't sow. You slept. He said, while men slept, the enemy came to sow tests. So, you wake up, there are trees growing. Trees that you didn't bargain for. Trees that you didn't plan for. Good Christian brother. They just announced one day he has a cancer. While men slept, the enemy came to sow tears. Somebody's moving to another level. Yeah. 
try to talk without proof. <laughs> By the grace of God, when I minister anyway, there is proof. There is proof. Because I like what works. I didn't come to the world to come and suffer. Lift your right hand. I want you to speak in tongues. We are moving to another level now. I move to another level in the... No. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> For example, faith. I've showed you the different things that bring faith. Look at something. What is responsible for restoration? There's only one thing. There's only one thing responsible for restoration. It is called the outpouring of the Spirit. When there is an outpouring of the Spirit, Kadika, listen, oh, when I saw that, look, if my life had gone backward, from doing many things. Now my life had gone backward. It was as though I've gone backward in life. Scandal, stories, different things. You know what I did? I did this. I found out in the word of God what was responsible for restoration. That I can get restoration back. Anything is possible with God. Joel chapter 2. God is restoring somebody's business. God is restoring somebody's wisdom. Listen, listen, listen. But someone, I want to start by stirring something in the spirit. There is an unction here for restoration. 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 Sometimes you don't need new things. You need to find what was lost. Joel yes. chapter 2. Blow a trumpet in Zion. And sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord cometh. For it is nigh at hand. A day of darkness. And of gloominess, a day of clouds and of thick darkness, as the morning spread upon the mountains. A great people and a strong there had not been ever like, neither shall be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. Now, they are blowing trumpets for trouble. Trouble is coming. God is saying, Trouble is coming. Trouble is coming. Now, these people at this time in their life, trouble has come. Go, go ahead. A fire devoured before them. 
and behind them a flame burneth. The land is as the garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Yea, and nothing shall escape them. <laughs> I see what is going on. The appearance of them is as the appearance of horses, and as horsemen, so shall they run. Go to verse 8. I want to skip a lot of these things. Now, I've, I've given you to establish there's, there's trouble. Trouble. Neither shall one trust another. They shall walk everyone in his path. And when they fall upon the sun, the sword, they shall not be wounded. Continue. They shall run to and fro in the city. They shall run upon the wall. They shall climb up upon the horses. They shall enter in the windows like a thief. <laughs> Go ahead. The earth shall quake before them. The heavens shall tremble. The sun and the moon shall be dark. And the stars shall withdraw their shining. Hmm. We are there. Verse 11. Now, after he has announced all the trouble. Verse 11. After he has, and the Lord shall utter his voice before his army, for his camp is very great, for he is strong that executed his word, for the day of the Lord is great and very terrible, who can abide it? Trouble. Go ahead. He says, therefore also now, say the Lord, turn ye, turn ye, turn ye, even to me with all your heart, and with fasting, and with weeping, and with mourning. Can this ladish? restoration. He says turn ye with fasting and with weeping and with mourning. You have lost everything. You are still sitting down. Waiting for magic to happen. Most of the time it is not miracle. We want magic. It's not miracle. It is magic. Come, do something. Pastor, do something. Do something. The pastor says looking at you. And sometimes what they don't realize is that the pastor sometimes needs a certain kicking to make some things happen. And you just come to him. You just do something. One of the reasons why my words don't bounce is I have to be sure of the of a certain kick. I don't know how to explain it. Something has to, you know, something while you are sharing your problem, the thing kicks. And I give you the word. Not that you share the whole problem, we are still standing there. Just tell you, no, don't worry, go and come. Don't worry, go and come to be well. Until the day. I would say that Paul was walking. I would say that while he was walking, a woman was following her, saying, These are the sons of God. The woman had a devil. These are the sons of God. I would say that did she did many days. Why didn't Apostle Paul cast out the devil immediately? Said she did it many days. Apostle Paul was just as if he was not seen. Bible says, and when one day Paul was grieving his heart, he looked at it and said, Come out. So when that thing happens, you release the word. Because the devil does not fear English. Speak in tongues. Now hold on. Hold on. Verse 13. Verse 13. And rend your heart, not your garment. And turn unto the Lord your God. Now, he said rend your heart because those times, when those people are weeping and mourning, and they want to show God that they've repented, they'll start tearing their clothes. So God says, this time around, don't just tear your outward clothes. Don't just kneel down in church. Kneel in your heart. Rend your heart, not your garment. He said, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repent him of the evil. Go ahead. 
Who knoweth if he will turn and repent and leave a blessing behind him? Even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly. <laughs> Continue. Gather the people, sanctify the congregation. Assemble the elders, gather the children and those that suck the bread. Let the bridegroom go forth out of his chamber and the bride out of his clothes. That means leave comfortability. Why did I do this thing? When I wanted to command a restoration, I left my house. I went to Atimota Forest. Everything looks so black, so dark. It's as though everything has ended. Everything has ended. How are the mighty falling? I left my closet. 17. Oh, Nandeka Sovelendeshe. Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar. And let them say, Spare thy people, O Lord, and give not thy heritage to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, Where is their God? He says, when you begin to pray in the fast, he says, then will the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people. Look, what he says, let the priest, the minister of the whip between the porch and the altar. The porch is where the people stand. The altar is where God stands. He says, at that time, let the priest. Now, at this point in time, you are not going to look for a priest to do it because that's Old Testament. At that time, they were not priests. So they had to go and look for priests to do it. This time around, we are priests. So we stand between the pot and the altar. Say, God, God, everything is lost. Diligently seeking. Diligently seeking. It might not be one day. It might not be one day. You will keep there. You will keep there. Let me tell you something. Even with the... How many of us know that Jacob was blessed and he saw was not blessed. No, how many of you know that? We all know that. Jacob was blessed and Esau was not blessed. But let me tell you something. Isaac gave Esau a principle. Isaac gave Esau a principle. He said, um, Esau, the guy they have blessed him. But I know something. I am an old man. I know something. That if you can do this thing, something will happen. Ah, you've not seen it before. Genesis 27. Verse 40. Genesis 27 verse 40. 40. 40. He starts telling Esau. He said, By thy sword thou shalt live and shall serve thy brother. And it shall come to pass when thou shalt have the dominion that thou shalt break his yoke from up thy neck. Hold on. Do you have another verse? Give me an IV. King James is making it look too big. He said, you will live by the sword and you will serve your brother. That means you always work and, and have the returns of your work. No grace, nothing. Hard work. He said, but when Esau, when you grow restless, he said, you Esau, the day you will be fed up, you will throw his yoke upon. He said, you will throw his yoke from off your neck. The day you Esau, he said, even though I've blessed him, I know a certain principle, Esau. That you are supposed to serve him, but the day you is so, this thing will over you. 
He said, I have had enough of losing contracts. I have had enough of losing money. I have loved, had enough of losing things. I have had enough. The day, he saw you will grow restless. He said, you will break the yoke of your neck. The day, he said, let them say, he said, Lord, spare thy people, O God. Spare thy people, O God. Over there, it is called prayer of supplication. You have to be restless. You have to find somewhere. It is not the kind of prayer you have your phone in your hand. With weeping and with mourning between the porch and the altar. What are you doing? You are commanding a restoration. Because at the end of delivering that prayer, something can happen. What will be happening? There will be a breaking. When there's a breaking, the water will come out and there will be an outpouring. An outpouring commands restoration. Now, go back to Joel, where we were before. Spread our people of God. Let the priest say, Spread our people of God. Something is going on here. Let me tell you something. Me, nobody has prophesied to me before. Ah, I thought God didn't like me. Every time we go for meetings, prophets will come. They can prophesy to everybody and leave me. There was a time I even went. My mother was, my mother and my father were going to see a prophet. I said, this one, I will go. Because this one, there is direct prophecy. We are three. They can't miss me. Because maybe it's a plenty congregation. Then they'll be missing me. Okay, today we are three. Listen, before my very eyes, they prophesied to my father, prophesied to my mother, they said, let's share the grace. Ah! <laughs> Don't want to miss it. I didn't know God was teaching me something. You don't need it. Part your way. Part your way. You don't need prophecy. Part your way. Create something for generations unborn. and give not thy heritage to reproach that the healing should rule over them wherefore should they see among the people where is their God continue then will the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people go ahead yeah the Lord will answer and say unto his people behold I will send you corn and wine and oil and ye shall be satisfied therewith. And I will no more make you a reproach among the heathen. <laughs> Quiet. The bad name they have given you, you can turn it. I, I just spoke to somebody. I just spoke to a woman here. I just spoke to somebody here. Oh, he's like this. Oh, he's like that. Enter somewhere. Enter somewhere. Listen, from my from my knowledge of the scriptures, it is God who gives names. Any name any devil gives you, you can turn it. It is God who gives names. One of the things God likes is naming ceremony. God likes naming ceremony. 
Okay, Abraham. You are Abraham, eh? Okay, from today you are Abraham. Jacob, you are Jacob. From today you are Israel. You understand? Name me ceremony. And you shall call his name Emmanuel. In God, life name is ceremony. And there's something about God. When he gives you a name, he gives you a new identity. Verse 21. As a result of the prayer, go to 22. As a result of that prayer that they prayed, God said, Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastors of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth a fruit, and the fig tree and the vine do you their strength. Go ahead. Be glad, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he had given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. Go ahead. And the floors shall be full of wheat. You see, Anytime rain comes, prosperity comes. Anytime rain comes, prosperity comes. So you need to enter somewhere and break forth. Now, the outpouring doesn't happen from heaven. The outpouring now happens from your spirit. He said, when you begin to pray like that, let the priests and ministers of God, he said, weep between the porch and the altar and let them say, spare that people of God. While you are beginning to pray, 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 while you are doing it, he says that the rain will come. The former rain and the latter rain. All in the first month. Then, what will happen? He said, the first of the word, verse 25. Did you read it? Did you see it? No, speak in tongues now. So you see, hold on, hold on. So you see all those saying, they just wake up and say, God will restore, God will restore. You are wasting your time. That's not how it happens. And, the word end means it doesn't happen by itself. It is connected to something. So, after you do this thing, he said, and I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. The canker worm, the caterpillar in the form of my great army which I sent among you. He said, I will restore. I will restore. If God is going to restore the years, God is going to restore the years. God is going to restore. If God is going to restore the years, it will have to happen. When you grow restless. When you grow restless. Say, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. My whole family, there's nobody. There's no great person. I'm tired. I'm tired. With weeping and with tears. With weeping and with tears. With weeping and with tears. What are you going to do? You are going to develop a faith. Restoration doesn't just happen. Don't enter somewhere and just think things just happen. And God of restoration. There are many women and, and men in different churches who are still waiting for restoration and it never happens because they don't know how it happens. There's a system that sustains it. Then the pastors will come and lie to them too as well. God will restore. They say, Amen. God will restore. Amen. Amen. And that is happening. Because it doesn't just happen. He said, And I will restore. So when you do what? He said, When the rain comes, he said, And I will restore. After you have prayed the prayer, I said, and you will pray, and the rain will come, and I will restore. God is restoring somebody in this place. God is restoring somebody's health in this place. That I'm seeing somebody here last year, in the middle of last year, you had a lot of money in your account. Now, there's nothing. God is restoring. 
Verse 26. Verse 26. And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who had dealt wondrously with you. Who had dealt wondrously with you. Listen. Who had dealt wondrously with you. The word wondrously there means wonders. Wonders. God will deal with you in wonders. In wonders. In wonders. Bible says, this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Nobody claps for you for walking. Nobody claps for you for batting. Normal human beings do that. When God enters a matter, he does things that men can do. Listen, people will not look at you next year by this time. Listen, next year, people will not look at you and say, that church guy, no. Next year, they will ask you, how can we go to your church? Hey! The kind of evangelism that will bring Jesus Christ is not the one that we are going house to house. That one is important. But there's a higher one. Where God begins to lift you so much that people look at you and say, I want to follow you to church. Because nothing is working for me yet. I see you going to church and things are working for you. I dealt wondrously with them. Dealt wondrously with them. Dealt wondrously with them. What will it cost God to give you $100,000? Nothing. 